Hey, I'm Max. And I'm Cade. And Hey, Cade, I heard that you ripped your shirt at a bodybuilding competition the other day. Yeah, Max, I was just trying to show off some of my sweet gains and uh, accidentally ripped my shirt, so I had to go online to onceuponat.net to get a new one, or new ones, you could say. Uh, for those who don't know, onceuponat.net offers you the chance to support artists and their designs on things such as men's and women's apparel, posters and blankets, tote bags, coasters, and a whole lot more. Every week, they offer brand new designs inspired by movies, TV shows, video games, and more. They're giving us the chance to save you 10% while shopping at onceuponat.net by entering promo code RAGCHEW at checkout. That's promo code RAGCHEW for 10% off. Support independent artists and, of course, the podcast by shopping at onceuponat.net. Now, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to RAGCHU, and if you're as curious as a kitty cat as I am, make sure to go follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RAGCHU Podcast. I'm Max, and relationships are a lot like algebra. Have you ever looked at your ex and wondered why? Hey, I'm Cade, and I have a few jokes about unemployed people, but none of them work. I felt like that was going to be a little... <laughs> I, I just, I, I didn't know what to say to that one. <laughs> For I, those of you who are unemployed by choice, not by furlough. Yeah, yeah. Apo- uh, I felt like it was going to be maybe. I mean, so sorry. Let me. All right. So let me bring you back to the thought process on the decision here <laughs> to do this. Was God, I can um, just feel the whole digging? Yeah. Yeah. Continue. No, no. I'm just you know I'm explaining myself. Yeah. So we're at four feet. Continue. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I'm working towards six, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I read it and I was like, you know, that's probably insensitive for the time that we're in right now. And then I thought to myself, if you can't take a joke, then I guess, you know, you shouldn't be listening to this. You're on the wrong podcast anyhow, yeah. I guess. Yeah, so uh, that's that's where it ended. So <laughs> sorry if you're upset. I responded back to Caden. I said, well, I mean, we're a little edgy. I didn't expect it to be that. It was good. I'll admit it's good. Yeah, it was. It but probably would have maybe comes across better. Like I don't know, a year ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like if we would have been like two years past this pandemic, yeah. or maybe a year ago, we could all laugh and be like, "Wow, that's a funny one." And then yeah. everyone's gonna listen to the podcast and be like, "Year, you know, like if this would have been recorded a year ago, they'd have been like, "Wow, these guys are so insensitive." Oh my god. I know. Oh my god, I can't believe you know how can you know they make what jokes. Oh well. Let me let me give you a, like a piece of advice, okay? Normally I do my inspirational quote at the end, and I still have one for that. But let me give you a piece of advice, man. If you can't laugh at life, what are you doing? What are you even doing? You're not wrong. You know that's one thing I've found. If you can't laugh at yourself or you can't laugh at life, you got a problem. Because let's be honest, you can't take life too seriously. And someone said that to me recently. They said, you know, life, you, you just can't take it too seriously. Because in all reality, you're just gonna kill yourself. Like. And not in, not in that sense, God no, bless it. Yeah, not in that sense. But it's just you're literally just gonna wear your you're gonna wear your body down. You're gonna wear your mind down, and you're just you're just gonna make yourself die early. Yeah, like that. Best way I can put it to anybody out there, man. Nobody here is getting out alive. So enjoy yourself and don't let the stress get to you. It's true. It's true. There's the old phrase. What is it? Uh, there's only things two things true in life, right? Death and taxes. Yep. Throw some tea in the harbor, man. You know how I feel about taxes. Don't bring that back. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here we go again. I'm going to rant the rest of the show. Kate's getting fired up again. <laughs> They've already heard me talk about this I don't know how many times. 
But uh, yeah, anyway, so uh, for those people out there who were offended, I'm sure you're no longer listening, but uh, I bid you adieu. <laughs> we're three minutes in, and yeah. uh, you probably went away about a, two minutes and 30 seconds ago. So good luck. <laughs> They're like, this guy! And <laughs> I'm so goddamn angry! Uh, anyways. Okay, man, how's it going? Good man, it's good. Yeah, life is not too he- bad. Hectic, sir. It's hectic. Oh, it's, it's, isn't I'm sure life just hectic well right around the holidays? Uh, generally so, but you know, it just to you know make matters more interesting because why not? You know, we're um, personally wise are in the process of uh, of moving at the same time with a baby, and uh, you know, so we're just tying up loose ends and doing a bunch of stuff uh, with that on top of work. Um, which is always a um, soul-sucking endeavor, <laughs> and uh, you know, just just getting it done, man. It's it's hectic though, but it's the holidays, and I will tell you what, man. There's, if there's anything I feel like people need right now, it is a little bit of Christmas cheer. I got a and, question for you yes, that sir. actually someone brought up to me recently. They said they weren't feeling the holiday spirit this year. I can. So would you say are you feeling the spirit this year? What's your opinion? Yeah, man. I think I am. I, I'm I'm pretty fired up, quite honestly, for it. And uh, I think it's it's one of those things where it's been like the rest of the year has been like just a massive disappointment. Not re- I can't say the rest of the year. I have I have a beautiful son who's almost six months old, and I'm very fortunate for the time that I've gotten to spend with him this year. The time that we were not at work, sure, you know, things were not safe outside. We couldn't see family, but I got a lot of extra time to do some things that I never would have had the time to do. So uh, looking on the bright side, I had extra time to do things I didn't get the chance to do. I, I've got my son, and uh, my family's you know still healthy, um, you know uh, those are those who are here, and um, we're we're happy and and doing what we do and making the best out of the situation. So do I feel the holidays here? I do. I'm excited. Christmas uh, season is my favorite holiday season. I love um, I love. The way it makes people feel and the way people decide to treat each other. I wish they treat each other that way the whole year round, quite honestly. But I love the movies. I love the music. Get real into it. So, yeah, man, I'm really feeling it. I'm excited. It, like I said, it's Denver's first Christmas. So, you know, we, um, we're we moving. Uh, you'll be listening to this. If you're listening to this on Monday the 7th, which is when it will go live, I'll be moving right now. Um, and, uh, we'll get everything set up and going and, and ready and, uh, and, and yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm into it. I'm really into it. That's awesome. I know when, when they kind of brought it up to me, I understood why, you know, yeah, I, I totally get understand the perspective, especially if it's been, you know, someone like you, you were laid off or something, you know, unfortunately you lost someone due to, um, the pandemic or something along those lines, you know? I, I could completely understand why this would be a rough holidays for someone. Um, but I also think, th- I think about the holidays in this perspective, right? The one thing I've always loved about Christmas, and I think I've shared this in past podcasts, is I, I've always loved about the holidays that it gives you the time to think about others and the effect that you have on others and, and giving to others and providing for others. I mean that's the, that's the way I've always seen it, right? You're supposed to be caring about the one next to you. And the thing that I've always loved has always felt like around this time, people genuinely think about their impact on others more because it's really kind of thrown in your face, obviously, because it is the holidays, it's Christmas, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, 
it's put in your face to really kind of think about other people and your impact. And that's the one thing I've always really, really appreciated about it. And I think this year it's even more important than ever, right? We have people who've been affected by something like this even more so than someone, you know, luckily I'm privileged, right? I, I, I wasn't that affected. Sure, did I have small minor issues, everything else? Yes, but I wasn't affected as much as someone else. But that's where I think it's my opportunity, right? And, and the many others who, um, you know, weren't as affected to give to others. You know, like um, my, my wife and I, we were uh, fortunate enough to get a free turkey. And um, we went and donated it um, to, to a charity. And, and it's one of those things where I'm like, that's the least I can do. That gives to somebody else because uh, we weren't going to be in town anyway. We, we weren't going to be in town for Thanksgiving. So that was, that was, I think, fantastic. It was giving to someone else and thinking about other people. And, I mean, um, obviously we've talked about the holiday drive and everything else that we have going on right now, but it's your opportunity to give to other people who were less fortunate than you. And I think it's awesome to be able to think about that. So if I am the holiday spirit, I would think in that sense, yes. I, I would think I'm thinking a little bit more about everybody else and, and what I can do more since it's been such a crabby, crabby year. Um, but am I the guy right now who's like, let's go string up lights and mistletoe and everything? Probably not. Uh, but I also think it's the right thing to do right now to really kind of boost the spirits. Because let's be honest, we we all need the morale boost right now. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I, I tend to agree with you there. And uh, I think it's... Uh, I think the world needs uh, a little bit of holiday joy now uh, more than ever. And I don't doubt that two or three years from now there'll be a nice movie about how Christmas saved 2020. <laughs> there'll be a nice uh, Hallmark movie yeah. about how people got together during the pandemic and yeah. fell in love. And did know? the right thing. I mean, they wore their masks, they had their hand sanitizer, exactly. and uh, you know they did the right thing. So we'll see that. But you spoke on it for just a second, Max. So why don't you, you take this opportunity and, and tell the listeners once again just a little bit more about our holiday drive so those who maybe haven't donated or haven't had the chance to donate um, can uh, take a look at that. Yeah, so we are actually about a month out almost, a little over a month from when this uh, debuts and when from we're recording it, uh, till our holiday drive is done. Um, so actually, when we're recording it, today is exactly a month um, out. Uh, but yeah, it is uh, going all the way until January 4th, and it's our holiday drive uh, supporting Building Pathways, the Building Pathways Foundation. It's a uh, local charity within the Orlando area over in Winter Garden, Florida that supports um, and develop skills for kids with um, uh, who need who have unique abilities is the best way to describe it. Uh, people who have Down syndrome, autism, um, any uh, mental or um, you know physical, uh, I guess disability. I hate using that word, but disability. Um, and it basically teaches them the job skills and life skills that that I think you and I, Cade, someone like you and I would would find very very simple. You know, and um, it gives them the opportunity. Patty uh, Myers, who is a um, uh, trained, um, she's trained to handle that kind of stuff. I can't remember the exact, well, a behavioral therapist, I think is what it is. She's a certified behavioral therapist, and she takes care of these kids and, and gives them these opportunities and teaches them. It's, it's an amazing, amazing organization. And uh, if you are interested in donating, we're collecting this money, and uh, it's all via Facebook, all on our RagChu Facebook page, so at RagChu Podcast. You can go in there and donate any amount, whether it's 5 10 20 I don't care. However much dollars you really feel like donating, 
Uh, they are a 5013C, C3, uh, uh, excuse me, nonprofit organization. So it is a tax write off. So that is an advantage uh, to you for those of you who. Uh, you know, we're looking for a little bit more of a write-off, but as well, it is an opportunity to be able to donate to an amazing organization. If you are looking for further information on our Facebook page, we do have a little bit of further information as well as on a past episode. Um, we did interview her, uh, which was fantastic. We got to have her on and she kind of talked about the mission of it. But if not, you're more than welcome to go to building-pathways.com and you're able to research it from there. But we ask, if possible, if you're coming from the Rag Chew podcast, please donate through there. Um, because we're trying to see the impact that we can do, and hopefully we can do this again next year and try and beat the goal that we have right now. Um, we really don't have a goal, but we have $130, and we think it's fantastic. So if you are interested, uh, please take the time, and if you aren't, please take the time to share it, uh, pass it on to everybody else, and uh, get the message going, because the one thing I've um, always heard is if you can't donate it, pass it along to somebody else who might be able to open up their wallet. So yeah, that's uh, that's my little spiel there. <laughs> Love it, man. Love it, absolutely. You know, it's obviously oh, yeah. it's been a, a, a tougher year for um, a lot of people when it comes to financials. And uh, you know, if you can donate, great. You know, even if you can donate just a little bit, man, we just, we just ask you uh, in this time um, to uh, to dig deep and, and and think about others in this particular situation. As it is the holiday season, we talked about it is the season of giving. Exactly. Um, and, uh, you know, it's always nice to uh, think about what you can do for other people. So, um, anyways, yeah. 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 No, it's, it's a wonderful organization. We are, we're glad to support them. But, um, Cade, speaking of, oh, my goodness, my cat is uh, meowing in the background there. Well, hello there, Max's cat. <laughs> uh, in case those of you forgot, I do have a cat, and she really wants out of this room. So, Cade, give me just a second. Yes, I think that she would like to actually uh, be a special guest on the podcast, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, uh, we'll come in with a very special interview with Max's cat. Uh, coming up here real soon, he does have his Call of Duty Xbox in the background. For those who did listen on last week's episode, I gave a synopsis of what was in Max's room. So once again, I'll give you an idea. He's got a Call of Duty Xbox and a guitar in the background, and uh, now he's back with us here. Thanks for being so patient, and uh, you know we appreciate you tuning in as uh, Max's cat has said her piece and uh, has now left the building, ladies and gentlemen. She- my, my cat has now left the building. Like a whirlwind. <laughs> like a whirlwind. She's out of here. She's out of here. You know, I'm really curious. I, I haven't... Like a cat, is, you would say? I'm uh, curious as a kid, a cat. <laughs> That's why my friends call me Whiskers. Uh, <laughs> wow. No, I, I took off my headphones for this, because obviously you have to record with headphones on, because if you have audio recording in the background, it's going to get really bad. But uh, I'm just going to be really interested for when I have to listen back to this podcast for <laughs> what he was saying here. Because I give him props. If he was able to ad-lib that entire time. Okay, round of applause to you, but we will see. Thank you. Thank you. We will it, see. It was all fine. It was all fine. The, 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 the crowd, they loved it. They loved it. They, they couldn't ask you, you for anything. You could hear them. Listen to them, Cade. Listen to them cheering. Yeah, I'll be sure when you listen back to this, there should be a translation for what his cat said in the description of the podcast. We'll go ahead and let you know what that was as well. <laughs> Probably get me out of this room. I'm tired. The door's locked. Please let me yeah. out. Give me some damn tuna fish. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that meow mix. Give me that meow, 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 meow. Catchiest, uh, catchiest commercial of all time. Quite it's possibly. So catchy. Quite possibly, man. Quite possibly. I remember uh, when it first came on, and then it cycled around 
uh, the early days of YouTube a little bit, I want to say. Man, you know, I really miss YouTube, like, in the early days. I, oh, yeah. I felt like it had such quality, you know, homemade stuff. Don't get me wrong, you know, everything is still homemade, I guess, on Facebook. But it was like your crappy camcorder from the early 2000s or 90s, you know, that some kids set up and just sort of make a dumb videos on. Absolutely. I actually passed and saw the um, Tourette's guy. If you've never seen him, he's a guy who plays an act as though he's got Tourette's. And he goes throughout his life doing dumb things. And I guess he record. they recorded different videos of him. So, like, the, the, the most famous one is him uh, holding a pot of boiling water, I guess, or something, with his bare hands and is screaming the F word multiple times <laughs> and then proceeds to hit his head on the chandelier then screams the F word again. And it's hilarious. But this is the stuff that I feel like nowadays kids wouldn't find funny versus us we find hilarious. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I I found it quite funny um and I tell I cannot tell you how many people and I don't know if you know because I don't think we've ever talked about this before, but my favorite like OG YouTube like video or video series is definitely Unforgivable. And uh I don't know if you ever saw Unforgivable. No, what is that? It's got I want to say very nearly like um 8 million views uh but uh it is best way i can describe it to you i just want to see how many views they had yeah i i way over exaggerated that by the way so it was not well i don't know oh no the original yeah the original unforgivable uh has 9.6 million views holy crap and i'll say the thing for people to remember right for those of you who watch youtube now whether you're a kid or something along those lines yeah. 9.4 million is a lot. Yeah, I actually even back then I, I, when it was I, popular a million was a lot. It it is and I got to I got to I got to tell you I totally fudged. I I looked at the wrong one. So that was unforgivable number 3. Unforgivable number 1 posted by Hodge Stanson uh 14 years ago. Uh 22 million views was the original unforgivable. Yeah, see that's incredible. Cuz 9 million or 10 million, I mean, I'm trying to think what was the most popular video back then. Um I remember hearing about it. Um, I think it was... Uh, I, I remember this guy that was standing on the train tracks or whatever. Or maybe he was the first video YouTuber. I think it was Jaws. I think he was the first person to post a video on there. I can't maybe remember. so. I think it was X-Jaws or something along those. Why do I know this random fact? But anyhow, um, I remember there was an early video. Like one of the first videos uh, that was like, I guess the most viewed had like a million. And that was the most amount. And everybody was like, holy crap, that's a million. And uh, now, I mean, videos, I mean, music videos and stuff are getting well into, like, what, 50 million? Yeah. Uh, they're they're getting, they're well, more than that, quite honestly, which is kind of crazy, is uh, the most viewed YouTube video of all time is uh, currently uh, Baby Shark has 7 billion views. 7 billion? 7 billion with a B. Holy crap! Yeah, I but mean, I guess that's kids sitting there playing it on repeat. And I was each gonna time say repeated is a is yeah a, is a view. It's different. The access is different than it was when you and I were kids. Uh, to where like if we wanted to watch it, we sat with our you know dial up slash DSL, and uh, you know on our computer that we had to beg for time on. And, uh, you know, we'd watch a few videos here and there, this and that. And uh, nowadays, like, YouTube's so easily accessible. 
that kids are playing it, you know, on their, their, their parents either give them a phone or a tablet or something like that, and they, they got that on repeat. Uh, no, it's a good point. And you and the algorithms for YouTube are so intelligent now that, one, they have an autoplay feature, so it can immediately yep. go to the next video. And two, they are so smart that they'll just keep going to the next video and the next video and the next video. Versus I felt like back then, you kind of watch one video, and don't get me wrong, there was recommended videos over on the right-hand side. Right, right. Um, or below. And you'd, or no, comments were always below. Recommended videos were always to the right. Um, but there was always recommended videos, but that was it. Yeah. And the much. annotations and stuff and that kind of stuff were really how you link to a new video. But yeah, no, I mean, I remember watching a lot of, um, did you ever watch like Niga Higa back in the day? Um, they made like the famous video that was a how to be gangster, how to be a ninja, <laughs> all that other stuff. I vaguely um, remember, yeah. I watched a ton of them. I really, really liked them. I'm trying to think of what else I watched a ton of. Well, I watched a bunch of like uh, Red versus Blue. Oh my for, god, like, yes. Rooster Teeth back yeah. in the day. It was utilizing Halo Two, and uh, they basically get, record the game and they made like storylines. Yeah. Out of these characters, and it was genius. It, it blew was hilarious. Up that, yeah, and Arby like... and the Chief absolutely blew up. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I watched a lot of back in the day. Oh, I remember, so I have this weird memory, right? I have this weird memory of this one time I was going through all the music. Because for those of you who don't know back in the day, you had to buy music on iTunes. And it yep. was 99 cents. And then I remember when they raised it to $1.29 per song. And I was really mad when they raised it. Yeah. Um, but each song was 99 cents. And uh, you had you to had hope that you got old an Oh, yeah. Well, if you had LimeWire or FrostWire, you also walked out with a good virus, you know, with an STD, basically, yeah. through your computer. You're not incorrect, um, no. But I used to buy music. My mom would get us, like, for Christmas, we'd get, like, a $50 iTunes gift card, and I'd go crazy. I'd go and buy 50 songs, and it was incredible. Um, but I remember one time I was looking through my iTunes, uh, I guess, song list or whatever, and I started to – I just start, went on YouTube, and I started searching the music videos – and I'd watch the music video. And then I'd go to the next song. And I'd watch the music video for that one. And it was just so cool to me to watch these. And I thought, now I look back and I go, what am I doing with my time? I was watching watch music, music videos, videos. like Eminem, you know, singing like Mockingbird or something, oh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was really big. Uh, I would say like um, mid to late 2000s, like music video uh watching and i i was really big into this i goes away from youtube a little bit but back when you know mtv was actually music and they would do the uh, rock countdown like that was just it was my favorite mtv too because in my room i had a tv but all i had was rabbit ears i didn't have cable and uh, mtv too you could pick up on the rabbit ears and and it was like a, a i was like dude i got a it, rock countdown man I'm, I'm i'm always gonna catch it and uh i remember uh like System of a Down's BYOB was like really big. Oh, that was such a good um, song. Yeah. What you call still it? Still is. It still is, yeah. Fallout Boy, Sugar We're Going Down was uh, really big. Cade, Cade, you just threw me back because I kid you not. Actually, I was in a emo song mood probably <laughs> about like a week and a half ago, I, almost two weeks ago. I vibe So with I was that. listening to Fallout Boy, Thanks for the Memories, and I was listening to Sugar We're Going Down Swingin'. And then I listened to some all-time low and we the kings and everything else. And I was like, wow, I'm really feeling it today. Yeah, man. And it was like jamming out. Check yes, Juliet. Oh man, I loved it. Was that oh. uh I always remember that song. I think it was AFI sang it. 
Uh, Check Yes Juliet? No, 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 no. Um, oh. uh, Miss Murder. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, Miss Murder. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That one. No, I, I, I was feeling some type of way. It's funny that you bring that up because I was feeling it, man. I, I That Dude, was good. Good music. It's good to have those moods because it was good music, quite honestly. And and they still have some periodically. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm biased to, uh, well, back in my day, you know, <laughs> like. Well, you know, I've shared this on a past podcast, I think, but one thing I love about our generation's music, right, is on the pop channels, whether it was like for here, the big, big one was XL106, is XL1067. Mm-hmm. It's been on for years. Uh, Power 95.3 was really, really popular at one point. Um, 102 Jams, I remember, which was 1019, or yeah, 1019. Um, but those were the real, real popular stations growing up when I lived here in, I guess, the Orlando area. And the thing I loved is they would play songs such as like Mr. Brightside, you know, by the killers. And then the next song would be like Nelly's grills. And then it would jump to like John Mayer, beautiful. You know, it would, it was such like a wide variety of music that I felt like we all grew up with. And I mean, nowadays I could sit and listen to anything. I mean, it even included like, I remember at one point, uh, Carrie Underwood, um, before he cheats, was on the big pop stations and stuff, and that was next to, you know, a lot of like a rap song, like Soldier Boy, uh, Tell Him, you know, that kind of stuff, whatever Ooh, that was. Crank um, that Soldier Boy. Crank that Soldier Boy. Yes, <laughs> it was next to that song, and and I remember like, it's given me such like a multitude, I guess, of taste when it comes to music, but I find that so interesting, right? And I feel like the current generation, right, when I listen to XL1067 or something nowadays. It's real pop. It's yeah. maybe pop and rap, and that's it. It's all got and a very no similar mixture. sound these days. Yes, it's similar sound. And I mean, at the same time, it was um, Kryptonite or whatever. You still call me Superman. You know, some down, harder yeah, kind yeah. of rock. Fallout Boy. I mean, uh, Fallout Boy was, was super, super popular on even the pop stations. And that's like punk, you know, pop punk kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, for sure. And it's popular. I, I don't know. I find that so interesting that I, I listen nowadays and it sounds nothing do like you, what I used to. Do you? I got to ask you because I, I have one. Well, I have a couple, but I get favorite. Do you have a favorite emo band of all time? Favorite emo band yeah, why of not? all time. What do we consider emo? I'm gonna well, ask that. Um, generally, I classify it as some sort of rock type music that generally has more of a somber subject matter i guess to say so would you consider like papa roach uh it could be <laughs> yeah it could be it could be if you want it yeah i mean i i could i could put it in that category i mean you could put it in different categories too but it could go in that category um okay so th- that was just a genuine question but also i guess i really love all-time low i love all-time low that's fair it's yeah, they're choice. so freaking good and they still make songs to this day that i can sit and listen to but yeah, I think I gotta go all time low. What about you? Um, I probably would say My Chemical Romance. Oh yeah. Yeah, it just yeah. I don't. Well, it always gets me every time, man. Does Panic at the Disco count Absolutely. as like I guess an emo? Definitely. Okay. Absolutely. Then I mean I love All Time Low, but Panic at the Disco and Fall Out Boy are some of like the greatest. I guess. Well, is is Fall Out Boy really it's emo? Bo- it's borderline. I don't. I'm not. It's boring. I feel like they're more pop say. punk. Same thing with like Panic at the Disco, right? Yeah, it's it's really like they've made some songs that could fall into that category, but I don't know if I'd like throw them in the category. You know what I'm saying? Yes. No, no, no. I get that. I feel like it's some of their songs. Yes, you're right. Some of them like Thanks for the Memories. Yeah. I guess would be it. You know, 
I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I all time low. I'd have to go with if we're talking like true emo. I feel like that's what a lot of their songs were. But yeah, good music. Yeah, man. Very it's, wide uh, variety we grew up with, huh? I would agree. I would agree. Another one I really got into was Breaking Benjamin when I was in middle school. And, Ooh, uh, Breaking Benjamin, Avenged Sevenfold. Avenged but I guess I don't know if I consider them. Yeah, they could go into it if you right. They they I'd more say rock. Yeah, right. they were they were rock. Like I feel like if you wanted to say they were, they had some songs too. But I mean, you know, uh, I don't know a lot of like a lot of like alt rock bands in the like early mid two thousands. Um, you know, even late two thousands had the same. Like you could put them in that category if you wanted. To. Yeah. So I'll ask, what is your favorite one hit wonder from the two thousands? One hit wonder from the two thousands. Yeah. You know what's funny is like I feel like I was really thinking about that earlier, uh, and I was gonna ask you, and I had I had an example to give you. Hold on. Um, one hit wonder from the two thousands. I think this was just borderline two thousands because this was probably like ninety nine, but um, okay. I'll take it. I'll take uh, it. It was... Hold on. Let me make... I want to make sure of the year before... I, yes, this was 1999, but you could call okay. it the 2000s because I feel like it went for a couple years. Lou Bega was... Lou Bega. You'll know who it is because I'll tell you. So Lou Bega was my... I got way into it. It was literally the first... I'm somewhere between him and one other band. So Lou Bega and Eiffel 65 were my two, oh, like... Okay. <laughs> as soon as I know Eiffel yeah, 65. Yeah, so Everyone, okay. Two, my, my two favorite, like, one-hit wonders. Lou Bega is your uh, your Mambo number 5 guy. Oh, uh, okay. As soon as you say that, okay, okay. And can you also share Eiffel 65? Yes. Uh, Eiffel, Eiffel 65, 65 yeah. made I'm Blue. I'm Blue. Da -dee -da -dee. Now, the whole album, that whole album, I will give a lot of credit where credit is due... And this is why, I mean, you could say one hit, but when you said one hit, I think about it was one album, and then I think it they both disappeared off the face of the earth. So Lou yes. Bega had one really good album. Like, Mambo Number no. 5 was, like, what really kind of hit with people. And, but I loved the whole album, Eiffel 65, Europop. I'm Blue really hit with everybody, but I thought the whole album was great. I still go back and listen to it periodically. Have you heard the story surrounding um, I'm Blue? No, I don't think it's I such an interesting story. I, I'll save it for the next podcast, but it's 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 really really interesting. It's basically a guy in Sweden, and it got really really. I think it was Sweden got really really popular in Sweden, and then one day he woke up and it was blowing up in the U.S. But it's a really interesting song. I'll uh, story. I'll save it for the next podcast. Um, so everyone, hold tight if you want to hear the story of that. Right. Stand Don't by. Google it. Just Don't. listen. Just listen. Yeah, yeah. Come back. Come back for quality entertainment. That's right. You get to hear Max uh, not readers digest a story because he can never readers digest oh anything and <laughs> tell you the story in his voice. <laughs> He's blue. Double D double D. God, what a good song! Oh, I have to add in. I think one of my favorites because yes, I never answered the question. Of course, is. I'm blanking out on the name of it, by, but it's Franz Ferdinand. Oh, and it's, uh, I it's, know exactly what's going on. Take Me Out. Take Me Out. Let me, can I tell you a quick story about that? I think I've talked about this in the past podcast. I was pissed. I bought that album, and I thought it was going to be incredible because I heard Take Me Out because that was amazing. Yeah. The rest of the album, straight doo-doo. <laughs> Hot garbage. Absolute doo-doo, <laughs> Cade. It was so... 
bad. Like it was so, like, I'm sorry. If anyone from France Ferdinand is listening, I'm really sorry. I'm roasting you right now on my podcast. You're probably not. Yeah. But I'm just throwing if, that out If there. you think it's not bad, if France Ferdinand listens and you think it's not bad, then come on the podcast and play a song for us. That, yeah i'm down for that show us why it's better yeah but yeah, man i bought that album i spent the 20 dollars on that album and i hated it the only song i listened to was take me out over <laughs> and over and over again on your boom box <laughs> that's it and then guess what a france ferdinand i don't think ever made another popular song ever i don't think so either man but I guess Vanessa Carlton's the same way. <laughs> that song is she. Where did she go after that? I genuinely don't know. Exactly, exactly. That song I think is another. I, I bet it's gonna be in people's top ten. <laughs> and I need you. <laughs> and I miss you. And I miss you. And now I wonder. What a great song. What have you guys gotten yourselves into? Who knows? You're welcome. If you've made it this far, you just got serenaded. You're yeah, welcome. It was beautiful. <laughs> it really was. It really was. Well, Cade, you about ready to wrap this uh, little puppy up in a bow. Let's say in a bow because it's I, holidays, yeah, right? Yeah, man, in a we bow. Put some wrapping paper yeah, on it. Yeah, we'll be doing bows through the end of December, so let's, uh, let's do it. Absolutely. That's right. What you got for us? You got a quote for us? Uh, yes, I do. From the great uh, Martin Luther King Jr. himself. Uh, this, is a, this is a pretty good one I enjoy. Um, the time is always right to do what is right. That's a very true one. That's right. Dunch. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and that's what's left in the podcast. Oh, man. That Beautiful. was a good one. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. No, no. Thanks, everyone, for uh, listening to the podcast. We always appreciate you uh, taking the time, listening to our voices talk, and serenade you. Uh, don't forget to check out onceuponatea.net for any cool tees, designs by independent artists. Every single week, there's new designs. And uh, don't forget to check it out and use promo code RAGCHU at checkout for 10% off and uh, to support the podcast there. And then uh, don't forget to check out our holiday drive. I know we talked about it earlier in the podcast, but if you are interested in donating, go to at, at Ragchu Podcast on Facebook. It's the Ragchu Podcast Facebook page. And if not, while you're in there, give us a like, give us a share, whatever. Share it with your friends. Let us know. And um, I think that's about it that I have. Oh, I forgot something. Uh, Mr. Howard, do you take it away? Yeah!